0: Here we go. What? Broken. I'll try this one again. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. But sometimes, you know, sometimes things happen. You just get a little out of control. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So, um, you know that story in the Gospels? It's a parable that Jesus talks—tells tell, about the rich man and Lazarus. We know the story, right? Lazarus is the poor man living outside the rich man's house. Um, ultimately, they both die. Lazarus goes to rest in the bosom of Abraham, a place of rest, and the rich man goes to a place of torment. And there's this dialogue between the rich man and Abraham in the parable that Jesus tells. And he says, you know, send Lazarus to bring me some water, essentially, no, he can't do that. Uh, He says, well, how about this? Send Lazarus to my brothers because I don't want them to have the same fate as myself. And Abraham says, no, 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 listen, your brothers have Moses, they have the prophets. They have the, basically, they have the Hebrew scriptures. Let your brothers listen to the word of God that's already been given, the word that already has been shared. And the rich man says, no, no, but if Lazarus, if this person were to rise from the dead, then they would believe. And in Jesus's parable, Jesus has Abraham saying something along the lines of, no, if they're not going to listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they believe even if someone were to rise from the dead. And of course, Jesus is referencing his, himself, right? The, that sense of like, here he is, the fulfillment of everything in the Old Testament, and yet people refuse to believe, maybe even in light of his resurrection. I mean, that, that kind of thing, right? Because here's the, the crazy thing is, we can be blind to God's action in our lives. We can be blind to God's presence in the world. We can be deaf to his voice, but there are some times when, like here is God clearly present, he's clearly acting, he's clearly speaking, and we're not deaf, we're not blind, but we choose not to hear and we choose not to see. And, and again, that would be in light of here's the resurrection. But there's, you know, there's actually at least one other time in the Gospels where Jesus does something incredible, remarkable, and then he makes an even more incredible and even more remarkable claim and his disciples, his very disciples, reject him. Even after he's already proven to them, here's what I mean. Um, in John chapter 6, Jesus feeds the multitude. right? He feeds 5,000 men, not counting women and children, with five loaves and two fish. That night he walks across the sea. In fact, Jesus' disciples even see this. In John's Gospel, chapter 16, it says, When it was evening, his disciples went down to the sea, embarked in a boat, and went across the sea to Capernaum, already grown dark, and yet Jesus had not come with them. goes on to say that when they rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea, coming near the boat and began to be afraid. Jesus walks by, don't be afraid, it's I. The next day, Jesus gives the bread of life discourse, right? The next day, we've talked about this before in the Eucharistic Revival, Jesus shares that actually I will give you food, which you've never had, but if you eat it, you'll live forever. They said, great, give us this food to us always. He says, I'm the bread of life. Then he goes on to say, because then the crowds are like, wait a second, wait a second, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? And Jesus doubles, triples, quadruples, and whatever, the fifth, five times Jesus says, no, 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 my flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. Now, the crazy thing is, the very next line after Jesus says this five times, that I am not speaking symbolically, I am speaking literally, truly, the next line is, then many of his disciples who were listening said, this saying is hard, who can accept it? Now, think about this. These are his disciples. These, the, before it was the crowds, right? the crowds who just came out because they want to see the miracles. Maybe they want to be healed themselves. Maybe they just want free food because that's what Jesus offers, right? He, I mean, feeds 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. I mean, find Jesus. As I always say, he's better than McDonald's on sandals. So that's the crowds. This is, these are his disciples. And his disciples say, this saying is hard. Who can accept it? What's saying? The saying that Jesus said, actually, I'll give you my body and blood for your food and drink. That is a difficult saying. That's a difficult saying because Jesus isn't saying, hey, have some, uh, have some food and think of me. He's not saying, hey, make a sandwich and when you eat it, you know, think about all your old pal Jesus. He's not saying that. He's saying my flesh is true food, my blood is true drink. And unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you to which the disciples say, this saying is hard, who can accept it? As I said, that's a hard saying unless you're actually one of the disciples. Here's what I mean. What What did the disciples just see yesterday and early in the middle of the night last night? They just saw Jesus take five loaves and two fish and feed thousands and thousands of people. They just saw Jesus walk across the sea. Like, they were rowing three to four miles across the sea and all of a sudden Jesus is walking on the sea next to them. They've already seen Jesus do incredible things. They've already seen that, man, if we're, if we're going to really get down to it, they've seen that Jesus has made the claim to be God himself. And now he's substantiated, he's proven that claim with these miracles. And they just, within the last X number of hours, they just witnessed two miracles, at least two miracles, And they say, still, this saying is hard. Who can accept it? Isn't that, isn't that just bizarre? I think it's one of the reasons why at the very next line, what, J, what Jesus says <laughs> in response to them saying, this saying is hard. Who can accept it? Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, so he said to them, Does this shock you? Which obviously it does. But then he asks the que- next question, What if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? Again, you've seen the miracles. Do you know my origin? Like, do you know where I'm from? Do you know who I am? You've seen me do incredible miracles. Do you have any idea where I'm my identity? You've seen me act, but do you know who I am am in my being? Jesus is saying, Basically, I always say, like, you see that big yellow thing in the sky? Yeah, I made that. What if you were to see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? What if you were to see the Son of Man in all his glory? What if you were to see the Son of Man, Jesus himself, creating the entire universe? Because all things came to be through the Word of God and he's the Word. Would you believe me then? Right? That's the big question. If you were to see that, would you believe then? You saw the miracles yesterday. You saw me walk on water early this morning. Because if you'd believe then, if you saw the Son of Man ascending, why don't you believe now? Just like when Jesus has Abraham saying to the rich man, listen, they've been given Moses and the prophets. And if they won't listen to them, they're not going to believe a man risen from the dead. There's something remarkable about our hearts. You might have heard John chapter 6 before. You might have heard at the Mass that this is truly Jesus present, body, blood, soul, divinity. Every single time we go to Mass, in every tabernacle, in every Catholic church throughout the world. But we might have, we might have just heard those words but not really heard those words, you know what I mean? We might have been in the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist but not seen him in his presence in the Eucharist. And I think that has to change. I think that has to change because Jesus has done, I would say, virtually everything he possibly could do to reveal to us, no, not only is he who he says he is, God himself, but the Eucharist is what Jesus says the Eucharist is. Let's Keep that in mind. This is not what Father Mike says the Eucharist is or what the Catholic Church says the Eucharist is. The Eucharist is what Jesus says the Eucharist is. What more does he have to do to prove to us that he's reliable, that he's telling the truth, and that the Eucharist really is the very body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ himself. I want to open my eyes and see that. I want to have my ears open to really, truly hear and listen to that. I want to let my heart open so that our Eucharistic Lord can come into my heart and change it. Anyways, that's what I'm praying for, this Eucharistic Revival, for not just for myself, but for every person who can listen to these words and every person watching this video. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.